0: Mr. Bill O'Reilly, an Emmy Award-winning journalist, uh, blah blah blah. He's got lots of books, blah blah blah, and he's now on his own uh, his own website, where he does his show at BillOReilly.com, dot com. dot com. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, what a week it has been!
1: Before we get to that, I'm really happy to hear you're going to have Jackie Gleason on the program yeah. later.
0: I'm a huge Jackie Gleason fan, so don't mess with him.
1: I like don't. Jackie Gleason, and and what people don't know is he never rehearsed. rehearsed. Oh, it's like almost people almost don't like you, that. Beck. Yeah, yeah no, no he, idea what he was doing until he got on the air, and yeah. even then it was questionable.
0: Yeah, it, he he was fantastic. All right, Bill, where yeah. do you want to uh, where do you want to start? You want to start with impeachment? You want to start with a debate? Uh, you want to start with maybe? Predictions on, uh, you know, why Barack Obama is doing this uh, and, and moderating himself?
1: All right, let's start there. Let's All start right. with President Obama, because that leads to the impeachment else. and the yep, debates. Yep. So we'll do a very logical thing here, unlike most weeks. Um, Barack Obama knows or thinks he knows that Armageddon may happen in November for the Democratic Party. That's where you start. And mm-hmm. he's not alone. Uh, all his guys um, are very nervous. You hear it on CNN because that's where his guys live. That's yeah. where they work.
0: Van Jones. Right? Van Jones.
1: Yeah, and uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy with the mustache who uh, ran o- Obama's campaign was in the White House. But anyway. Black I'll- Bart. I don't know. Um, anyway, they feel. <laughs> oh, Axelrod. Yeah. Axelrod. Yeah, yeah. Axelrod, <laughs> okay. All and I could think of was a I.
0: guy in a black top hat with a curly
1: mustache. Well, know. he could play that part, actually. Yeah, right? he could, yeah. I, I, I actually like him. I, you know, I've known him for, for years, but um, he's the smartest of the crew, him and Podesta. You don't hear much from Podesta. He's Hillary Clinton's guy. They know that this is not looking good at this point, even with impeachment, even with the media, all of that. So... Barack Obama goes, "I don't really want to be tied into this radical left movement, and I think you're making a mistake assessing him he He is all about economics. He's not about social. in fact, Barack Obama, if you look at him outside of the drug use, is a pretty standardized guy <laughs> um, he's not he's not a hippie. He's not you know that kind of a person
0: he's not he's you know, not a socialist
1: i i i think he is an income redistributor
0: <laughs> socialist okay yeah and his wife is even more so yes, yes. Well,
1: she's much more socially liberal than barack obama yeah.
0: i don't mean about social i don't mean i don't mean necessarily about society i do mean about changing the culture of the country and fundamentally transforming it those are his words and her words uh but they are they are for american standards they used to be radicals they are socialists um all right, but and but, but it's, they're it's, now looking they're now looking like you're right sean hannity
1: yeah it, look they don't want to be tied in the obamas don't want to be tied in with a drastic defeat that, that's where you start number two all right their philosophy Links into the far left. There is a link there. I, I don't like labeling people uh, unless there is beyond a reasonable doubt. But their and philosophy. I've, I the proved Obama's it for two
0: years on Fox News, but you were busy. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> the the prevailing wisdom of the far left, and this this is why they do what they do and say what they say, that America is an evil country. Yes. All right. From the very beginning of the Founding Fathers, the Mm slaveholders, this has been an exploitative country run by rich white guys Mm -hmm. who have screwed everybody else. And because of that, now it's our time. Mm -hmm. And we have to change everything to punish the white guys, Mm -hmm. the patriarchy take all of their assets and money, and this includes corporations and Wall Street, mm-hmm. and give it to those people whose ancestors were exploited. If you understand that, and it is no doubt about it, if you understand that, everything you hear from Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and all the rest of them makes perfect sense. Yep. The income redistribution policies of Barack Obama make perfect sense. Mm -hmm. The problem with it is that number one, most Americans don't believe that. All right. And number two, wherever the socialist policies have been implemented have turned into totalitarian disasters. Correct. Okay? So those are the two problems. That's where you start with the far left.
0: Now may i ask you this question uh i mean bernie sanders now in the latest poll is uh i think one point ahead of joe biden this thing is a free-for-all i think you could head to a fractured uh, uh well you're convention.
1: talking about iowa that he and and yeah, the, yeah, yeah. in a the, in the national real clear politics average biden still has a comfortable lead
0: yeah well and, national polls don't really mean much when you're you're talking about the primaries but let me just just hear me out for a second um, if they go to a uh, a fractured convention and they need to broker, broker yeah. yeah, they need to broker a, a new deal, right. um uh, the one to obviously call on is Michelle Obama, and the Obamas are positioning themselves in back into the center and looking like they're not part of all of this, right? you think that plays a role Possible. in any of this
1: Possible. But the people who know Michelle Obama, who I know, say that she sincerely does not want to do that, does not want to run for president. I believe that. Okay. So I see it's more of a Bloomberg play, um, that Bloomberg will be hovering around Mm -hmm. and uh, will tell the Democratic uh, power brokers, say, you may not like me because I'm a rich white guy, but I can beat him. And since you don't have anybody else... Let me be the nominee.
0: So Bloomberg is playing the Rudy Giuliani strategy from a few years ago with the GOP and putting all of his eggs in Super Tuesday, um, hoping that, I think, that there is a different winner in every primary Yeah, uh, nobody up. goes
1: in uh, with a commanding lead. Correct. But, but, but Bloomberg knows he doesn't really have a chance to get his, uh, enough delegates to win. He's doing two things. If there is a brokered convention, there he is. And even if there is a nominee, it'll probably be Biden, and Biden will give me Secretary of State or Secretary of Treasury. Uh, Bill, That's what Bloomberg
2: wants. Because I, I think the, the split up convention thing does lead to some possibility for you know Bloomberg in this you know sort of fantasy world. No, I'm he's sure he's there, living. And in. so
1: is Hillary. Um, however, Hillary I think and maybe Bloomberg will be there
2: because he, he's not really a consensus candidate for the for the left. Bloomberg. What he might be, though, is an alternative if Sanders sweeps the early uh, primaries and Biden's campaign is in shambles. You know, you have Bloomberg there as an alternative to a Bernie, which there is a good chunk of the Democrats who they actually don't want him to be the nominee. They take almost anybody else. And he's got billions of dollars to spend. Is there a possibility there for Bloomberg? You know,
1: it's a tough call for the Democratic Party, because if they give it to Bloomberg, all the far left progressives are crazy and i don 't think black Americans are going to vote for Bloomberg either, all right. I could be wrong on the last one, but I know the progressives will not buy into it so this is and just the, the media that props up the far left doesn 't want Bloomberg either, although the New York Times would probably you know reluctantly uh, get behind him
0: so This is the latest from uh, Des Moines from The Washington Examiner. Bernie Sanders' supporters in Iowa are warning. That a lack of enthusiasm for Joe Biden would bring the same result nomination of another milquetoast Democrat that did four years ago, electing Donald Trump. They said that if they, uh, if the Democrats go with a, a a bland centrist, they will stay home, and the the Sanders yeah. supporters. Uh, are the ones with the most passion they're also the furthest left are you concerned at all bill about some of the threats that we learned from project veritas this week uh from some of these some of these people on the sanders campaign that we're talking about you know uh chicago 68 in milwaukee
1: no uh, i'm not i'm not concerned about civil unrest on the left um what i am wow. perplexed about is how any American could support Bernie Sanders. I I just can't imagine. I don't know anyone personally, and I know thousands of people, most of whom won't talk to me, but I know them. Uh, (laughs) um, I don't know how anyone can support him. Two reasons. He said very clearly from the very beginning of the campaign that he would withdraw all American troops from the Middle East. So when asked by the very astute Wolf Blitzer, hey, if you do that, ISIS will reconstitute and kill thousands of people as it did when Barack Obama did exactly the same thing in Iraq. Do you not remember that, and do you not fear that ISIS would reconstitute? (laughs) Bernie, of course, didn't come anywhere near answering that question. Instead, went back to Vietnam for a little lecture and then to the Iraq war for another little lecture. But instead of following up, Mr. Blitzer didn't. Of course he didn't, because if he did follow up, he wouldn't have the slot in the debate. CNN would remove him. All right. All he had to say was with all due respect, Senator, you didn't come close to answering my question. ISIS will reconstitute. They'll kill thousands of people. They'll try to attack the United States. What are you going to do about it? And Bernie was, oh, I'll get my allies. We'll get everybody together. We'll get the allies. You know, some stupid bills like that. The second thing which is even more intense, is if Bernie Sanders was ever president of the United States and did manage to control the Democrats, the House, and the Senate, there would be a depression in this country, not a recession. Depression. All right? There would be a massive flight of capital out of the United States because people and corporations that have assets are not going to let bernie sanders and the democrats take those assets
0: we we know this from the the partially socialist government in france that when they went for taxes like bernie sanders is talking about they had to repeal it within the first year because france was collapsing people just left they moved their money out and that would that
1: that would make France uh, look like a Boy Scout yeah,
0: meeting. It would here, it would. yeah.
1: And we owe twenty two trillion dollars. Well, what were people holding that debt do? I want
0: to I, I, w- I want to give I want to give you one other reason that you might vote for Bernie Sanders, and that Thank is you. you're a fan of curb your enthusiasm. You're you just don't know that's not Larry David, and you <laughs> think he would be really funny. All right, back with Bill O'Reilly here in just a second. So, so Bill, yes. How do you see the first four states breaking out uh, in the next couple of weeks?
1: All right, it's impossible. I, I you know, it's impossible. You just can't predict Iowa caucus because there are seventeen people voting. Correct. I know. All right. It's weird. I, I, yeah, and 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 if a couple of them have a bad night, uh, the night before in the Super Bowl, and they lose, they may not show up. Right. So there's nobody votes. I mean, this is a party run thing dominated by really weird. It's a weird system. So I mean let's give uh let's give Bernie Iowa. We'll give it to him. All right. He'll yep. win it by, you know, three votes out of the 37 or okay. whatever. Okay. Right. Then I go over to to New Hampshire neighboring state to Vermont where Bernie allegedly lives. Um and I think Biden may pull it off in the uh, Granite State. Because that's a statewide vote. And, wow. um People in New Hampshire, you got some radical hippies up there, but nothing like Vermont. I mean, if door. he
0: can't pull his own region, that says something.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to give Biden, and I could be wrong, obviously, I'm going to give yeah, yeah. him New Hampshire. Then they yeah. swing down to South Carolina and out to Nevada. Biden will win. South now. Carolina, everyone knows Biden will win because of the African-American vote there. Yeah. Yep. And Nevada, I think Biden will probably win as well as people out there say, you know, um, the radicals are really not going to help us very much um, out here, so we'll go with uh, the reliable Joe. Well, but if that, that, happ- that, if that
0: happens, Biden is yeah. on his way to the nomination.
1: Yes, and as I predicted very early on, he would get it. Because it, the Democrats, uh, and we go back to Barack Obama here, they know that if they run Sanders or Warren, they're gonna, it's going to be a George McGovern situation. It's going to be a landslide, and people are going to. A lot of people would stay home. See the problem that Trump has, and I actually told this to the president when I had dinner with him um, about five weeks ago, um, is that pe- people are put off by him, mm-hmm. not not by his policies. If you're a mainstream American and you have a retirement account, you're doing really well. If you have a college fund for your kids or grandkids, that's way up. And you want to give all that up? Do you really want to do that? And then wages for working Americans are, you know, explosive now in this cycle? And, and that is a calculation that voters will have to make. So the ones that are really put off by Trump, and there are millions who are, will stay home. They won't vote for the crazy socialists.
0: All right. Talk to me about the debate. Anything that you thought was really missed that needs to be... Uh,
1: well, we went over the, the ISIS wolf blitzer. Yeah, uh, We went over that. So Can, the it, only other thing in the debate, and I, I tweeted at the Little a tweet all through it for my um, listeners so they don't have to watch it. Because it was a seventh debate, and did you learn anything back, nope. Stu? Did you learn nope, anything? Nothing new. No, no, nothing new. So I mean, it's like, all right, do I have to watch another episode of Star Trek? I've seen them all.
0: <laughs> right. Don't make me Although watch I think it the guy again. that I think the episode with Lincoln and the lava rock would be great <laughs> if you got the lava rock on stage yeah, with the Democrats.
1: You know, it's like how many mash episodes can I watch? Right. Um, so. I did hang in for about 90 minutes, and I learned nothing. But the Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders thing was more than the press is reporting, because, of course, the press doesn't want to report that. So here's what happened there. Warren One is Warren's telling the truth. She had a private discussion with Sanders in 2018, and Sanders said something to the effect that if the woman gets a nomination, Elizabeth, you better watch out because Trump is going to go in and the Republicans are going to go in. And so it was, it
0: was not different. a sexist thing. Different. It was a political yeah. calculation. It was a strategy Yes. Thing.
1: Yes. Warren is so desperate to hurt Bernie, she made it a sexist thing. Yep. Bernie, oh, I, didn't. I Matter of fact, I didn't. Okay. So now they're each calling each other a liar. The progressive press, the media hates this, and that was the only amusing thing.
0: Okay. Um, I have a question. Stu and I have been debating all morning, and I think you can answer. And then we also go into the impeachment with Bill O'Reilly in just a couple of minutes. Stand by.
3: That this is based on what he called credible serious threats coming from, in many cases, from hate groups from outside the state, coming from militia groups. Uh, He also says what these groups were planning to do, according to this intelligence, was to disrupt this gun rights rally that's going to be taking place on Monday. So. What did he do? As a result, he's declaring a state of emergency, goes into effect on Friday, it'll end on Tuesday. He says not only does it include guns, but he says it also includes sticks as well as chains. He wants Mm -hmm. this to be as safe as possible and look, all of this taking place in the backdrop of what happened back in you know, Charlottesville back in 2017. You remember that Unite to Right rally. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the protesters who showed up there were armed. You remember law enforcement uh, was in some ways criticized for their response. You remember a young woman died when Better a hire. white supremacist ran over her with her car. They don't want to see a repeat of any violence. And so what they're trying to do is trying to get ahead of this uh, by enacting this temporary ban. Of course, this temporary ban is also uh, upsetting a number of gun rights advocates.
0: CNN trying to make gun rights activists, uh, lumping them in with Nazis and Antifa at a traditional day to go lobby uh, the the uh, legislature in Virginia on Sunday. Also, uh, CNN, uh, the, the same time, compared last night Donald Trump to Al Capone and Billy the Kid. We're with Bill O'Reilly. Bill, CNN just continues to double down on their strategy of no Trump at any cost. The ratings are have been cut at least in half. There are days that I had higher numbers on headline news, which four people watched. This is a this is a publicly traded company with fiduciary responsibilities. I don't care what you believe when you're doing this to a. Company, Your shareholders uh, have got to be upset. What is the strategy there?
1: Well, you think AT&T would step in. Um, you're right. I mean, it's a disaster on every front. Everybody knows that the whole brand is destroyed now. Um, and I don't know. I can't answer that question. I, I know the people over there. I know they're fanatical leftists. They hate Trump with a passion that I've never seen. I mean, I thought Nixon was bad. I remember how much Dan Rather loathed Richard Nixon. Um, but I haven't seen anything like this. And, then, you know, at and just took it over. And you would think that they would kind of make some changes and say, all right, maybe we're a left-wing network, but we're not going to be um, a joke yeah. <laughs> yeah, All right. And that's what it is. It's a joke. And I, I don't know why anybody would, would bother. No, and again, You're it's like Bernie, the ratings. For Bernie Sanders. Not. Why, why would you bother putting it on? You're not going to learn anything. Go ahead.
2: From a motivational st- standpoint, though, Bill, I mean, they were always a left-wing network. Yeah, like, but they, not like this. This is crazy. So, so now— what are they, Why are they doing it this way?
1: What's changed is this. All the networks have always been left-wing. I worked at CBS. Sir. I worked at yes. ABC as a news correspondent. Yeah. and they've all been, but they would they would not change the facts or not seek the facts. Correct. If the facts hit them in the head, they would report the facts. Right. Now they won't. So now it's all here's our narrative: Trump is the devil. We have to destroy him. Find stuff that will prop that narrative up. And we'll go back to Wolf Blitzer. Anybody, a seven-year-old, an eight-year-old in a in a classroom would have said the follow-up question. You didn't answer. ISIS is going to reconstitute. How would you stop it? He did not do it. You can't tell me that Wolf Blitzer didn't know that was the natural follow-up. Of course he knew, but he is fearful. He knows he won't be the debate moderator if he does stump like that. And that's what you have over there.
0: Um, the White House has announced that uh, leading the team for, for Trump in the impeachment uh, trial in the Senate, Ken Starr and Alan Dershowitz, does that tell you anything about the president's strategy at all?
1: Um, Starr is effective. Dershowitz is a is a play to the left. He's, he's saying, look, even Alan Dershowitz, uh, an avowed liberal from Harvard, believes this is nonsense. That's more of a PR thing. Uh, Starr, obviously, frame of reference off the chart, because right. he went through it, and he can raise points that, well, I mean, this is what happened in Clinton, you're not doing the same thing. And so... I understand both of those selections. Um, I don't know whether I would have gone that way.
0: Who would you have gone with?
1: Well, the best people in um, very simple terms, they have to be able to explain it to the American people, to go in and say, this is a clear violation of our electoral process. Mm -hmm. The Common Wall Street Journal today, written by Mike Pence... All right. The vice president. And he goes over how the exact same thing happened to the immortal Andrew Johnson is that the um, North didn't like Andrew Johnson's um, soft reconstruction uh, after the Civil War policy. That's what so kindly. Sh- yeah. They trumped up a charge mm-hmm. to get him out. Right. It was a political play. And it was uh, everybody knows that this is exactly the same thing there's no difference so i would have liked to you know i would have appointed somebody who is very down to earth mm-hmm. maybe stew and um <laughs> maybe had him go in, had him go in and say look this is what it's all about yeah. and i think the american people know that anyway
0: all right so do you believe that they are going to vote for witnesses because i i could see romney snow Voting for, you know, new witnesses from the Democrats. But then at the same time, the whistleblower and Hunter Biden, I can absolutely see Mitt Romney going,
1: oh, no, uh, that's just out of line. He can't do that. Romney can't do that. If Romney's going to go and say, I want to hear from X, who may know something about this Ukraine situation, and then somebody else says, all right, well, we want to hear from Hunter because he's sitting there in Ukraine. Romney can't say no. Yeah, he can. No, he won't. That's, that would destroy him in Utah.
0: I think he's right. already on that road.
1: I, I don't think he's a stupid man. All right, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe next week will be. What I anticipate is a circus of uh, circus, soleil. It doesn't even come close what's gonna happen next week. Grandstanding all day long, yelling, screaming, uh, this allegation, that allegation, on it's all theater. Gorilla theater. That's what's gonna happen next week. So And old Mitch old Mitch better, you know, take one of those little uh, Red Bulls he got off that energy level and keep this under control well I will tell he you can this easily get out of control the
0: the Senate the senators are seated and are not allowed to have any electronics and they're not allowed to speak so there can't be shouting back and forth but I do expect will be in the hallway oh yeah yeah yes as soon oh, as they as leave
1: bathroom where you see how many bathroom breaks there are yeah okay they'll be bolting out of there um, I, I, I so look the, this is going to be interesting, I think. I'm going to be engaged and report too. on BillOReilly.com honestly about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't see it is no fundamental way he gets removed. So it's all about these people in the Senate, and they're going to play to their crews.
0: I, I find it. I, I I will be disappointed, but I understand, you know, take a win if you have a win. But I'd be disappointed if they don't call witnesses uh, on uh, Donald Trump or... If at the least they don't actually go for what this story is really about, and that's the corruption uh, of the Democrats in Ukraine. And that's this is all a cover up for that. And I, uh, I, I I'm anxious to see how the president handles that if they don't make their case. He's not going to handle that. He'll just say, Oh, we rest our case. I mean, look at that.
1: Well, I I think next week the president's personal device may break, may shatter. He'll be tweeting so much, his thumb is going to fall off. You know he's not going to sit there. Would you recommend him doing that? Yes, for the first time. For the first time. I have told him a hundred times to his face, you're getting hurt by these tweets you must discipline yourself if you read the united states of trump you'll see it i prove it but not now he's the guy they're trying to smear yeah he's the guy they're trying to overthrow he ought to show outrage it mobilizes his base and and also presents independent voters with this is a sham Are you going to allow your country to be hijacked by the New York Times? Is that what you're going to do? Allow CNN and NBC News to hijack our republic? Because that's what's happening. None of this would be in play if the media hadn't gotten behind it. It's a media play. And Pelosi and Schiff and all these people know they're they're being made into stars Mm -hmm. by the progressive media. That's Mm -hmm. why they're doing it. There's no constitutional basis or legality for doing it. So Trump ought to just go, go, and expose all that. But he ought to have two or three people there to correct the spellings. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I would agree with that. Bill O'Reilly, the uh, author of The United States of Trump, How the President Really Sees America. It's on sale now, uh, and you can also subscribe to his his commentary every day at BillOReilly.com. Bill, thank you so much.
1: All right, guys. Always Good a pleasure. pleasure.
0: You back. Uh, it's going to be uh, interesting next hour. You don't want to miss it. John Solomon, um, formerly of The Hill, is the guy who, who did a lot of the work on what was really happening in Ukraine. He is a multiple award winning journalist. He worked for the New York Times, he worked for the Post, he worked for the AP. Now, all of a sudden, because he's saying, no, this is what happened in Ukraine, you know, they've got to investigate him, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think he is a true and honest reporter. Could be wrong, but everything we've seen from him checks out. Uh, we have we have looked into it and verified these things ourselves. Okay, he's on next. He's going to be breaking some news, um, and I, I honestly don't even know what it is. Uh, but his his latest stories uh, from John Solomon are pretty intense. Um, we're going to talk to him a, li- a little bit about the left. Parnas. Did you see what uh, Dave uh, 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 Jake Tapper said yesterday? I did not. About that? Do we have that audio by any chance, Sarah? Jake Tapper yesterday, uh, yesterday saying, uh, let's just remember, this guy has zero credibility.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I heard ABC News say the same thing. They are... Surprisingly, I give the media credit. I've heard it from several places that they're saying, like, "Look, this is stuff that might be worth looking into." They're big allegations, but we should not just take Lev Parnas's word that these things occurred this way. And 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 mainly, really, honestly, because what are we? What are
0: you looking at? You're looking at a guy who is facing federal prison time, and you don't think he'll say whatever he has to say. You don't think he'll cozy up to anybody he has to cozy up to. Uh, to be able to get a lighter sentence, or even have his sentence uh, dismissed, mm-hmm. you know, or it, somehow or another, you know, he's a friend to the uh, to the uh, Congress. That's possible. Not saying it's true. Saying it's it's more than reasonable for a guy who is slippery, dirty. We said this the same thing when when Rudy Giuliani was, you know, saying, "Hey, I got this," you know, uh, contact. Just having a contact from uh, from this guy and being introduced is enough for me to say, well, now let's let's really look at everything because this guy's really dirty,
2: really dirty. It does seem that way, and it seems like he's he has all sorts of lawsuits uh, pending against him. You know, he's famously started a a company called Fraud Guarantee, which is not seems to be the opposite of the thing that you'd want to guarantee. I mean I think it was you what? don't know that no oh I'm sure you've known it over the years or over there's been so many facts that have been swirled around, but he fraud guarantee was the name of a company that he he was involved in, and it was supposed to be basically like a, a protection against fraud, but it kind of came out as like you're just guaranteed to be defrauded <laughs> uh, which is uh, sort of a funny anecdote on the right. side of this, but he you know he was he's been sued for, you know many many times he's had all sorts of credibility issues here, and you see that he's the type of guy who Uh, attaches himself to the Trump administration or Giuliani or whoever it is, when he feels like that benefits him. And now he feels like Rachel Maddow is going to benefit him. So he's attaching himself there. A lot of people are taking him at face value, but it's been encouraging that some people in the media have been showing the appropriate amount of doubt. Right. And that's all you have to do. Just, you know, you don't trust
0: you verify when it comes to him, you verify.
3: You're
1: listening to Glenn. Glenn. (laughs) Come <laughs>